the Center for Growth and Independence, making inclusion possible for everyone. Become a member of the team to help people in your community. Visit thecentergi.org to learn more. It's the best mix on 98.3 The Coast. I'm Ginger Martin with the Coast Social Network on the air. It's thanks to the Mason Jar Cafe in the heart of the Benton Harbor Arts District, local organic farm fresh. And every Monday we talk to the folks at Cornerstone Alliance. I have Ashley Butler. She's the Director of Community Engagement at Cornerstone. And Ashley, we have a guest from Cornerstone this morning. I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce him. Yeah, thank you, Ginger. Good morning. Today we have with us our Vice President of Business Development, Andrew Hahn, and he is going to share um, one of the amazing projects he has going on. There are many, but we don't have time for all of them. So today he's going to talk with one of, about one of them with us. I think I know what that project is, and it's a big one. Uh, it's about an alley activation space in Benton Harbor. And I know that this is a new concept to a lot of people, but th- it sounds amazing. I'm just familiarized myself with what it is, but I'd love for you, Andrew, to explain exactly what alley activation is. Yeah, you bet. Thanks so much for having me today. It's an honor to be here. So, um, yeah, you hear alley activation and people, a lot of people might not know what that is. It's something that's fairly new. So a lot of communities have started looking at their public spaces and realizing that service alleys that were built in some cases 100 years ago for um, maybe don't serve the same use that they did in the past. You don't have businesses loading and unloading as much, and they're really kind of an untapped space. A lot of communities have started using them for to think of them more as a public space, almost like a park space or an active space where the users can be mixed together, where you can have things like outdoor dining and public art, and in some cases still have vehicles and you know some, some deliveries and, and comings and goings. But um, there's some really great examples of communities in this region that have taken a different tact and started to adapt those into spaces that really become economic drivers for the area too, to help draw new investment, to draw new traffic to the area. Um, a project that I had the honor of working on in my previous role is in Kalamazoo. It's one called Bates Alley that was closed to vehicular traffic. All the restaurants and bars that that face that alley um, have been able to have decks built, and it's become a great space for events and kind of an iconic photo spot with uh, the decorative lighting that's been brought in. And we were looking at you know what could be the next project to help really continue to drive the momentum in downtown Benton Harbor and realize that the alley right behind our offices on Main Street between Pipestone and Colfax uh, really presented a great opportunity to, to think differently and, and maybe do that here. Yeah, that was going to be my next question for the city of Benton Harbor, specifically where this alley is located. How, how long is the expansion of that alley? Well, it would just be one block right now, but it, it's, you know, when we were thinking about what to do next, we were looking back at community plans and identified priorities. And there's been a, a concept on the books in, in a master plan for city center park that talks about extending the, the pedestrian walkway that goes through that park in either direction, east and west, and really making it a promenade that kind of serves as a connective spine uh, through downtown, not on Main Street, kind of on a lower traffic area. So a block long, um, you know, our hope is, you know, we're, we want to pilot something. We want to try something and, and see if it works. And if it does, maybe we expand it. So right now we're we're kind of gathering input and you're going to be bringing that input to the city and, and seeking their, their blessing to close this on a seasonal basis for a season or two and, and give it a shot and see how it works. 
So are there any specific businesses or events that you would like to see happen here? Well, I think there's a couple things. You know, we, we've we seen spaces like this and other communities used for, um, you know, small vendor markets, uh, weekly musical programming, arts events, and art fairs. So, you know, we're not an events organization. We're an economic development org. Um, but we're, we would certainly be wanna wanna be engaging with partner organizations to program the space, and and that's key, right? You can make a great space that can be enjoyed passively, and and we hope to build features in that make this something that is iconic, and you would want to come here just to see it. But you're really missing an opportunity if you're not doing robust programming in it. So um, we could see opportunities to work with our local arts and cultural organizations to do that. So obviously, there are certain things that do have to happen uh, before this can become a reality. One of them is getting community input. Uh, You've mentioned that. So I think you have a survey for community members to take. Tell us more about that and how people can take the survey. Yeah, you know, it's really critical for us to for this to be a community project. It's not some idea that, you know, was just baked within our four walls of our office, but have this be something where the community has thought about it. They've had a chance to chime in on the features and the type of programming and, and share their feelings. So we've developed a really brief online survey at two or three minutes, um, just clicking boxes. And it, and it gives an opportunity for people to help in the selection of the potential lighting and the furniture and the types of art that would be done out there. And, and also there's some opportunity for short answer stuff too. If they've seen something that they you know, were on vacation somewhere and think we should look at and try and incorporate. So if you go to our website or any of our social accounts, there's links there. Again, it's a real quick Google survey. It'll take a minute or two. We've had great uh, feedback already and would love to hear from the community and, and share your ideas and thoughts and, and hopes and, Hopefully we can incorporate some of those. Do you have anything else that you would like to add about the project or um, give us your phone number or web address so people can find that link as well? Sure. So, um, yeah, again, we're just really excited about it. You know, we, we really want to be iterative and try new things and, and activate these spaces. You know, we're, we're doing this project in Bent Harbor, uh, hopefully this summer. We're already working on a project that's moving forward in Waterfleet. Uh, we're in discussions with the city of St. Joseph about ways that could potentially do some public space activation. So this, is, this isn't this is just about downtown Benton Harbor. It's really about a countywide strategy for great public spaces that help drive investment and business. So uh, you can go to our website at cstonealliance.org. Ashley, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us today on the Coast Social Network. From Cornerstone Alliance, uh, this has been the Coast Social Network. From the Mason Jar Cafe, it's in the heart of the Benton Harbor Arts District, local organic farm fresh on 98.3 The Coast.